Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Colleen Meyer from Meyer Mints, and we are bringing you Fearless in Pink. We have an amazing guest today. Her name is Jayshree Malaya, and she is going to talk to us about her nonprofit and about the song that she came up with. And so I'm going to let uh, Jayshree go ahead and tell us a little bit about herself. Um, hi, Colleen. It's absolutely amazing to be on your podcast, uh, Fearless in Pink. I love it. Uh, so my name is Jayshree Malaya, and I'm actually from Durban, South Africa. Um, so, um, you know, what I'm actually about is reaching out to people and looking at ways to inspire others. And when I met you on Clubhouse, I just loved your room. It was fabulous, really awesome, because it's so good to connect with people that can initiate change in the community, okay? Mm -hmm. So you will, you will notice that... Um, with me, it's a lot about it is about serving, being passionate and sharing because each one of us is on a personal journey. And I feel that in 24 hours, you know, we can have time to reach out and touch someone else's heart. Mm -hmm. So what we did is we started a nonprofit called Over the Walls Together. Mm -hmm. And you can find it at overthewallstogether.org. So the reason why we came up with that song, uh, with that name is because walls represents different difficulties that people face. And our nonprofit is about working together with you to actually overcome certain problems. Um, so we came out for International Women's Day. We created a song, which I wrote called Join Hands All Around the World. And um, one of the very, you know, in my 28 years journey in my business, which I offer intuitive therapy, you often come across female clients that have been through different forms of abuse. And I have not been in an abusive uh, situation, but it, it still affects me, you know? Mm -hmm. And last year I decided to do something with COVID happening and we could not go to communities because of the lockdowns. I decided to write a song and I wanted to reach women and men that were online. And that's how Join Hands Around the World came about. The interesting thing is that, um, you know, we've, since we launched last week, we've noticed that women and men are responding really well to the song and it's creating an opportunity for people to speak. And we, we, we found that the song has created a safe place. And that really excites us because one of our goals was to actually help women come to terms with what's happening and look at ways that they can empower themselves, you know, because we are already empowered, but we need to manifest this, uh, this feeling, you know, uh, within ourselves. Mm -hmm. Now, who would you say, because um, I know we talk about, you know, it's for men and women and, but who would you say is your primary um, customer, the person that, that you're helping um, directly, who would you say, is it more, is it more families? Is it more women? Is it more uh, girls? You know, share a little bit about that okay. with us. Okay, that's a really good question. So since we've been involved in our community work, we focused a lot on families, children, and single moms, mm -hmm. and also grandparents, because uh, in South Africa, often the older age people um, sometimes are neglected or abandoned, you know. So for us, family is a priority. We came from a really strong family home. And, uh, you know, we've noticed that sometimes the togetherness can make a difference. It can spur you on. So for, for us, we deal a lot with children from all schools, all age groups, right up to 
young adults and uh, the older generation. But our focus is uh, usually a lot more on children and I mean, youth and ladies. Now, um, now when you, when you, because everybody's doing this now, we're all inside the house, you know, we're, you know, keeping, or we're going, you know, as economies are opening up around the world, we're starting to venture out, um, but we're still not a hundred percent there. So do you do a lot of your stuff? If you're doing counsel, uh, talking to people and helping them, do you do that online? You know, do you use zoom or how does that, what does that look like? Sorry. Um, Technology. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So um, we used to do a lot of work um, in our communities. Being in South Africa, a lot of the underprivileged communities do not have access to online facilities. So that mm-hmm. is the problem for us. So we generally go out to schools. We go out to locations and uh, rural areas where, where they would need our help. So we provide meals, counseling, clothing, mm-hmm. food hampers. It just depends on the situation. Um, you know, we also used to attend schools, but since, and so that created a massive problem for us. Plus when COVID happened, I happened to be on holiday in Hawaii celebrating mm. my 50th birthday. And um, then, then the board is locked down, mm. which I could not get back home. So a lot of our feeding programs and other uh, initiatives had to come to a standstill, you know? Mm-hmm. So then we looked at doing um, WhatsApp is really big in my country. Um, so, you know, it's, it seems to be an easier way to get through to people and mm-hmm. to be able to reach out. So we did use WhatsApp. We do use Zoom, okay? And uh, mm-hmm. we've noticed that um, so far it's, it's been a lot to do with WhatsApp. Mm. Now, I know we talked about this on Clubhouse. Um, you know, you, are, you, you have a passion for um, helping, you know, women and girls um, with domestic violence about women and girls and, and um, that had the, the importance of that. And, and I, what I loved about your song, um, Join Hands um, Around the World, that you had the male, you had a male sing a singer, you know, throughout a lot of it. And I think that was powerful because we have to, you, you know, as a society, you know, global society come together and to fight domestic violence or violence against, you know, any type of violence against um, women and girls or men. And, um, but when you have a man, part of that i think that i find that to be impactful because it, it it shows that together together male and female we can battle this and we can get this to um you know we can get uh, lean towards getting this domestic violence to stop absolutely absolutely actually um the co-founder of over the walls together is a good friend of mine. His name is Wynn Coleman, and he's from Hawaii in the USA. And he's a lyricist and a, and a music publisher. And we, when we got together, you know, he had this need to do more work in the communities. Mm-hmm. And we were a mutual friend. And uh, one of the things we noticed when we came together with this uh, foundation was that actually men and women need to take action. Men and women need to be able to step up. And we need to be a lead by example. So when it comes to the work that we do, you know, as much as we may be dealing with a woman or with children, men is a, a very big part of what we do because we need to be able to live in a society that's joined, not, not a society that is exclusive to one mm-hmm. gender. 
<laughs> and uh, and what happened in this song when we discussed this song? You know, he he gave us a lot of feedback when because he's very passionate about ending domestic violence and educate educating uh, men. So I think with the song, we found that part of the song was to have the male rapper actually directly speak to the men via the music video. And a lot of men found that to be a little bit unsettling. Mm. And some found it to be an eye opener because they hear about violence. They hear about domestic uh, abuse, about rape, about trafficking. And, you know, to actually have it like literally in your face and to hear mm. it so directly, you know, it's created a good response because it's initiating conversations. Mm. And when conversations are initiated, you know, solutions uh, arise. And this is part of what we want with our journey. Mm -hmm. I think that, um, you know, there's a, I guess, a stigma attached to domestic violence. You know, people, there's that shame or that they feel like they're going to be blamed or they feel like people are going to say it's your fault. And there's, so it stays underground, so to speak. It stays kind of a lot of times in the dark, you know, and we, I think if you, we need to bring light to this issue so that we can address it because it's not just, and this is what I found, um, you know, it's not just one a family member or, or family members, but it becomes a generational thing. Yes. I so agree with you because in my private um, business, I've noticed that, you know, the after effects of domestic violence can live forever. And right now, the more we work together in bringing a stop to what we're doing or what's happening out there, we're actually safeguarding future families and we're creating better environments for children that are still to be born into this world so you know people have to start thinking deeper than just having an argument just getting offended you know it's not anymore about you and the person that you're with it's about people that you bring into your home people that you're raising mm. you know lots of times parents as adults fail to realize that the children that are with them are going to go on and create their own families and sometimes you tend to attract the environment that you were brought up in, you know. Mm -hmm. So for us, it's a very sensitive topic. And that's something we are addressing. And, you know, we are encouraging healthy family bonds and units and spending. And in the lockdown, you know, we've been encouraging families to spend more quality time together, get to know each other, play games with each other. We grew up with board games when we were little. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. It's a way of learning, uh, loving and sharing it's, it's just really beautiful. You know, I think so too. And I think that, um, like you were saying, it be, you know, they, when you grow, people grow up, they tend to lean that way because, you know, that's all they know. Um, you know, sometimes because they don't know any better, that's how they were raised. I think everybody does that in their in houses. Um, they think all oh, that's going on, what's going on in their house is happening to everybody, but then they become a, so I, I think, and I've seen this, that they associate love with violence, you know? And um, I think that's, it, it, that's kind of a, a very unhealthy place to be because women and men um, should be able to say, you know, I'm worth, this is not love. Hitting me or violating me is not love. 
I so agree with you again on, on that point, because uh, a lot of people don't know what love is. You know, it's something we feel every day. But you ask someone, what is love? And they struggle to find the answer, you know. And but but when we look at, at it in a family unit, uh, it takes on a bigger meaning than just mm -hmm. uh, emotions, because it's responsibility and this caring that's going through and this education and it, it you know love in a family unit as a you know it's it's a it's a component to a larger um it's like a car you know you have so many components you can't just expect to have the steering and then there you go off driving a car mm -hmm. so in the same way the family needs to work together and often i find myself telling people you know when i'm in a consultation uh, whether it's or the nonprofit in my business one of the things that I find myself doing is telling the person, teach your partner how to love. Don't mm -hmm. say that he doesn't know how to love and he doesn't do this for me. No, if, he, if you're finding that you are with someone that doesn't know how to love, then you need to sit down, speak with him and show him through your actions how to love. Because what happens is we are brought up to believe that everyone's going to love us. When we, when we meet someone, everyone's going to know how the right thing to do. But sometimes they don't because where they came from may have been very abusive and very traumatic. You know, they may <laughs> not have had the right teaching. So that, that's something we always encourage, you know, because, and I tell, I tell the community that when you teach someone how to love your partner, uh -huh. the, the benefits and the rewards is powerful. Instead of you sitting back and saying, he doesn't love me, he didn't buy me anything for my birthday, or he's forgotten about this, you know, because a lot of people are brought up differently, as you've seen yourself. So, so lots of times we have to humble ourselves and understand if we know something, if we know how to love, if we know how to do a surprise party, if we know how to go to the zoo, you know, we need to be able to encourage our partner and lead by example. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and I think and I think uh, people have become too attached to a negative response, which is something that we need to look at changing mindsets. You know, I, I agree with you. And, you know, it's funny when you said that, because um, uh, I remember my first husband and he's a good, he was a good guy. Just, you know, things didn't work out, but he was a good person. And I remember one time for my birthday, he gave me a carburetor for my car. This is going way back now. They don't even know if they have carburetors and cars now they might, but, but to me, it's like, you know, that's like, why would you give me, you know, because I needed it. So, but in the way he yeah. saw it, it, that's his love language. You know, you need this because your car can um, run. And if your car runs, I know you're going to be safe. And so I'm giving you a carburetor for your birthday. But in my mind, I'm thinking, well, you know, out the dinner would have been nice, but but, but stepping back and having to say, but, but he, that's, he's saying he's love. He loves me because he wants my car to run safe. He wants me, he doesn't want me to break down somewhere. So I think what you said was spot on with understanding somebody else's um, view. You know, they talked about love languages looking at and not always assuming that, you know, they don't love you, but talking to them and under, having them, them to understand, tell me about the, you know, tell me about the carburetor, what, you know, you know, and let them, you know, share that. And once you get an insight from where they're coming from, sometimes it's really not that bad at all. You know, it's a, it's no, love. Yeah, that is so true. And, and again, it's, you don't stop with your partner. Mm. You take that education to the children in your home. You take that education even to the your in-laws, you know, because there's a lot of problems with extended family mm -hmm. and many Domestic violence is instigated by difficult people or difficult communications. 
So, you know, since we are talking a lot about domestic violence, you know, I think people need to realize it's not a bargaining tool. You know, to, to have power over someone in such a negative way doesn't mean that they're going to love you or do what, what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's a lot to do with what you bring into the relationship, mm-hmm. you know. And a lot of women tend to bring in a lot. And I'm not saying men don't bring in a lot. Men also bring in a lot. But sometimes, exactly like what you said, the way men express and communicate may sometimes be a bit too practical for women, mm-hmm. you know. And in today's world where finances is an issue and everybody wants a certain type of lifestyle, you know, I often am finding myself telling women as well that if it is a practical gift, you need to think that he at least gave you a gift. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I'm sorry. She, and there's a little delay. I, I think, I think, and I think, you know, we're talking about similar things. You know, we're talking about a understanding that this person, you know, their love language in, 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 in understanding that on the other side of the coin, coin, but domestic violence is going too far. We're not saying that's okay. You know, we're saying um, to understand sometimes the love language and not feel like they don't love you and all that other emotional stuff that we drag in is, is one way to look at things. And then on the flip point, if it does get to where, like you were saying, controlling and, and um, you know, this could be, you know, women can be controlling just sometimes just as much as men. Right. Um, It's not okay. So we're, so, so we're looking at, you know, kind of two things that are um, coexisting, not coexisting, because some people don't have, um, don't do the domestic violence part, but understanding that part of it, and then not accepting the actual physical um, or mental or emotional trauma that someone's trying to impose on you. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to add for the listeners out there that are going through domestic violence, you know, that it's, it's. It is true that just sometimes communicating with a man who gets aggressive may not work. Okay, we need mm-hmm. to understand that. But there is a form of communicating with him that would work, you know, and that is when a woman stops feeling un- afraid. An empowered woman makes a difference in a relationship, and women need to realize that because men will pick up their hand and want to hit you. Mm-hmm. Because you are showing a vulnerability, you know, and I often tell women, if it has happened and at that moment you could not prevent it, make sure it doesn't happen again. You have to stand your ground. You have to protect yourself, even if it means speaking to someone else, telling him, listen, if you raise your hand at me, this is the end it's not challenging the man it's standing up for what you believe in and a lot of women at that moment you know they're overcome with a kind of weakness mm. when they're not weak. and sometimes it's because at that moment they're caught of guard you know they love the man or sometimes a man makes them believe that you are bad you know you've done something wrong so mm-hmm. women need to do a checkpoint at that point and they need to stay true to themselves. If they have done something wrong, stand up and say, I've done something wrong, but it doesn't mean you have to abuse me. Mm-hmm. Now, um, here, here in the United States, uh, I think, you know, when a woman, and you can tell me if it's different, I know, you know, people are people, but some, you know, tell me which, if, if you feel the culture is the same. Um, here, when a woman decides, okay, I'm going to domestic, domestic violence, 
um, relationship or, me- or mentally or, you know, emotionally um, um, damaging relationship. And they decide, okay, I'm going to leave. And that, that time that they leave is the most dangerous time for them as far as, um, you know, the man or the woman uh, to be, will be fair. Um, that once that person leaves the relationship, that, that, that first, when they leave, it becomes dangerous for a lot of people, not all of them. We know we're not going to generalize that, but um, a lot, that can be a lot where they, you know, if, if they, if they're going to do something dumb and dangerous, that's the point where they usually do it. Is that, is like, is it like that in South Africa too? Um, so it actually is, and sometimes worse because a lot of women in domestic, in relationships or in marriages are not always financially empowered. Mm-mm. So well, sometimes true. they remain in that position because there's nowhere really to go to, mm-hmm. you know, especially they have children, um, you know, sometimes, or they have families that cannot accommodate, um, you know, another person moving back home. Mm-hmm. So that is one factor that a lot of women stay because of the fact, then there's the embarrassment, you know, it, it's still a community that, that still needs to understand that this is not an embarrassment, you know, but I have noticed that we do have a lot of safe houses. We, we mm-hmm. as an organization also used to visit safe houses inspire women, speak to them, empower mm. them. And also to, we used to take over little pampering treatments as well, you know, just to tell them that it's okay to feel like a woman, you know. But uh, coming back to your question, um, I think that in South Africa, domestic violence is is seen as something that you're not supposed to speak about. It's a very secretive um, thing. Mm. And uh, many women that, you know, cannot just suffer in silence, you know, they, they live through it and they try to give their children better opportunities through education. But but I think that we've been trying to tell people that it's fine to give your children education, but you also need to be able to empower them not to continue that cycle of abuse. Mm-hmm. But we have, we have also noticed a lot of women that are actually beginning to step out. They are leaving that home mm-hmm. and they are telling the man, listen, if you want to make this work, then we need to communicate. You know, so uh, so we've noticed there is a growing trend now towards uh, resolve because you must remember, domestic violence is very unique form of abuse against women, because here there's a love bond. In other mm. situations, rape, sex trafficking, uh, child abuse, and amongst other uh, really you know hideous crimes, domestic violence there's usually a love bond, a connection, you know. And that's what makes it even more difficult for the women because they feel that the man is entitled to, at that moment, what he's doing because, you know, it's a form of love. But like right. you correctly said earlier, love and violence is not, it's, it's not the same thing. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, I like, you know, it's just that taking it out from taking it out from this shameful, embarrassed, um, we're not going to talk about it because when things are hidden, then there's, it's, it's, it's easy to hide in the darkness. Yes. You know, uh, you know, whether it's uh, domestic violence, um, like you said, trafficking, uh, you know, child abuse, whatever it is, it's easy to hide in that darkness. But when it's in the light, it's not as easy to hide in the light. And, and bringing it forward and saying, it's okay to say, 
you know, I'm a, I'm a victim and I need help. And your organization, you know, does a lot of amazing things to help women and families and, and um, to find resources to help them deal with those type of situations. And I think that's amazing. Yeah, um, I, I'm not sure if we can get a chance to play the song for the listeners. I'm, I don't know if that's possible. You know, I was actually going to put it on the back of this video or the podcast okay. or the audio. I'm going to attach it to the very end so that people can really get a feel for it's an amazing song. And I think it's hip. You know, it's a hip hop song. Thank you. And I yeah. think it's hip. It has a good beat. It has a great message. And I think we're going to have the listeners be able to hear that because the message is impactful and um, you're doing, your organization is doing amazing things. Now, let's say somebody wanted to support you and your organization, in your nonprofit. Um, how would they go about doing that? Okay. So right now we do have uh, on our website in the next few days, though, that those opportunities will be coming up for people that want to get involved. So mm -hmm. there are different needs. Uh, one of the ways is that you, if you purchase the song, if you enjoy the song and you purchase the song, all profits from the song is actually going back towards our community projects. Okay. Okay. And we also. And that's the um, uh, join hands around the world song. That's the song. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we also have the option for donations as well. Okay. And uh, the other way to get involved is to actually lend us uh, your support you know if you are good at certain skills and and you think that it would add value to what we're doing we are definitely open to that as well because you know here it's a, it's not just about money but it's about potential and you know sometimes we feel that like for instance you know we had a woman that left home with three kids mm -hmm. and all she needed was just an opportunity to to you know to work somewhere and we arranged a job for her and the difference is is that that little job actually now she's in her own business but you know mm. the good thing is sometimes you know you 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 may just need a listing gear sometimes you may need some cash sometimes you may need to be able to provide something like we do uh, you know uh, good secondhand clothing drives and we go out and we give this um to vulnerable communities so you know it just depends on on what you feel you can assist us with you know but again uh, a lot of what we are looking at is if we can spread the message of the song and if we can start conversations and break the generational curse you mm. know that men and girls the, you know we, we need to start protecting future the future of our women Mm -hmm. And the women are alive today and that are breathing. We need to help them stand up and join hands with people around them. You know, people can change and we have to believe in that. You know, I agree with that. Are you on, um, are you on social media? Do you have any a page that people can follow you and reach yeah, out so, to you? Um, yeah, sure. So our website is overthewallstogether.org. And on social media, we're at Over the Walls Together. Mm -hmm. We're also um, uh, on Facebook, we're at Over the Walls Together. And I'm also on my personal name, Jay Shri Malaya. You can reach out to me there. And on uh, Instagram, I'm under at Mystic Sisters Jay Shri. Okay. And Jay Shri spelled J A Y S H R E E. Uh, just an interesting mm -hmm. insight about my name. It was given to me by my mom's dad 
And Jayshree is a Hindu name because my ancestors are from India. And it actually means a woman of victory blessed by God, you know. Mm. And I personally feel that, that that saying, that meaning of my name is represents every human being in our world, you know. Mm. And I think people need to carry that energy through. You know, the blessings that we have, whether it's little, whether it's a lot, we need to be able to, you know, we need to let it, it just flow out of us. You know, I think more people are beginning to realize that they want to live in kindness. They want to mm. live in love. And I'm noticing more, and that is the reason why when we came up with the title, Join Hands Around the World, you know, we didn't expect that we're going to have such a global positive response for the song. And, and I always tell people, you do the best you can. And, you know, the universe responds, the community responds. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's you know, if, you, if anyone is ever sitting there and thinking, I cannot do this, I'm not good enough. I'm not a songwriter, you know, mm-hmm. but I had passion and I had a belief in something. And I think this is what people need to realize that no matter how downtrodden we feel, because we all have bad days, you know, we need to be able to take our passion and live, live from our heart and soul mm-hmm. and also you know, to do things a bit intelligently as well. Yeah. And it, so join the hand around the world song. If they wanted to buy that, what would it be on Spotify? Is it on, is it on, um, well, you can Aud- actually go right now and you could purchase the song. It's on sale for 99 cents. That's us cents. And it's on Spotify. It's on iTunes and it's also on Amazon music. Okay. Oh, okay. So and, 99 and if anyone's on the YouTube channel, you know, we'd love your feedback um, on, you can always pop a comment down on the box and tell us, you know, how you feel about the song and, and uh, you know, how you feel about our mission. You know, we would really love to hear from you. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Well, Jay Shree, thank you so much for being on Fearless and Pink and you are doing an amazing job at um, helping your community. And we, we know we as citizens of the world appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And the same back to you. Uh, you know, I, I think you're a true inspiration. I really enjoyed chatting with you the other day. Mm-hmm. And that was again, nice. It was a good experience. So thank you. Thank you. Okay.